from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker with the national news from the WIA for week commencing November 24, 2019. WRC 19. A great result for our Region 1 brethren. Brian Rawlings, VE3QN, Radio Amateurs of Canada Special Advisor at World Radio Communication Conferences, says Thursday, November 21, 2019, WRC 19 being held in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, a new allocation to the Amateur Radio Service for Region 1 was approved. The allocation, as it will appear in the International Table of Frequency Allocations, will be for a 2 MHz secondary allocation in 50 to 52 MHz. Through footnotes, there will be explicit references to protecting analogue television broadcasters, wind profiler radar systems and fixed and mobile systems in 50 to 54 MHz. We'll have more on WRC 15, although not from a VK point of view, again from the IARU, when WIA Secretary steps up to the mic a little later. And when Felix steps up to the mic, he'll have more on this weekend's CQWWCW contest. And prefix hunters, this one's for you. B1Z, B4T and B7P are active for CQWWCW. CRAC says the temporary amateur radio call signs B1Z, B4T and B7P will be on the air this weekend during the CQ Worldwide CW event. That again is November 23-24. After the event is over, these busy bees temporary call signs will be exterminated. Now, immediate past president of our WIA, Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, He'll be along to tell us more about next year's WIA convention and the great weekend in store, particularly looking at the Antarctic. Well, AA Radio Services, Zetron to provide Antarctic consoles. Zetron's ACOM command and control system have been selected to provide communication solutions to and between Australia's research stations in Antarctica. The contract for integrated radio console systems, equipment and support services was awarded to AA Radio Services, a Melbourne-based Zetron partner and reseller, following a competitive bid process. Australia operates three stations on the Antarctic continent, as well as a station on Macquarie Island, with responsibility for managing more than 3,300 assets. The contract entails a 12-position ACOM command and control system with consoles at the three Antarctic locations, the station on Macquarie and the head office base in VK7. In addition, Zetron and AA Radio will provide implementation, configuration, training and ongoing support services to ensure the system is maintained, upgraded and scaled as needed to meet current and future needs. And you'll be able to see a lot more about the Antarctic and what Australia plays in that field when you visit the WIA AGM in the first half of 2020. Good morning, everybody. The World Radio Conference, WRC19, is currently being held in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt. This weekend marks the end of its fourth and final week. Weekly updates have been provided on the WIA News webpage and on this broadcast. The previous World Radio Conference was held in November 2015 in Switzerland. One of the outcomes of WRC 15 was an agreement 
on a secondary allocation of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz for the amateur service. Regional power limits agreed were for 15 watts to 25 watts, measured in effective isotropic radiated power. That outcome proposed to give the amateur service its first new HF allocation since 1979. The WRC-79 allocated three HF bands worldwide for use by radio amateurs, the so-called WARC bands, on 10, 18 and 24 MHz. It is most unfortunate the Australian Communications and Media Authority are yet to implement the 5 MHz amateur allocation here in Australia. So what is, or was, WRC-19? Australia is a member state of the International Telecommunications Union, the specialised United Nations agency responsible for international cooperation in the use of telecommunications and the radio frequency spectrum. Australian organisations, including government, military, commercial and private, participate in many of the specialist ITU meetings. The ITU radio regulations is an international treaty which determines the use of the radio frequency spectrum, including the regional and global harmonisation of that spectrum. Harmonising spectrum promotes the worldwide efficient use of that radio spectrum. Every three to four years, a world radio conference meets to consider and resolve any changes to the ITU radio regulations. The WRC is the penultimate decision maker in relation to spectrum use around the world, not only for the amateur service, but also for telecommunications providers, military, space and commercial users. The WRC 19 conference, like most previous conferences, included a delegation from Australia. The Australian delegation is led by the Department of Communications and Arts and also includes representatives from the telecommunications providers related industry, space and the military. The WIA was invited by the Australian Government to be part of that delegation as the peak body for amateur radio in Australia. The WIA sent two delegates to WRC-19. WRC-19 included several important issues for the amateur service, including issues relating to 50 MHz, space communications and wireless power transfer. The International Amateur Radio Union, the peak body for amateur radio in the world, was also represented at WRC-19. The WIA is a member of the IARU and is recognised by that body as the peak representative body for radio amateurs in Australia. The full agenda and weekly update details of the items included in WRC-19 are detailed on the ITU website. Items of particular interest to the amateur service are detailed in an October 24th news item on the WIA webpage. WRC 23 is the next planned event and may include discussions on the 144 to 146MHz allocation as well as the 23cm band. The agenda for WRC 23 will be determined in the last few days of WRC 19. A full report on WRC-19 will be posted to the WIA website as soon as it is finalised. Member surveys conducted over the past few years have indicated that our members overwhelmingly believe that both national and international representation by the WIA is the Institute's highest priority. 
This, in turn, provides both short-term and long-term security for the amateur radio service here in Australia. The WIA has been pleased to receive a number of donations towards the very high cost of attending WRC19. Donations can still be made on to the WRC19 costs by contacting the National Office. This has been WIA Director Peter, VK8ZZ. The WIA Annual Conference is only six months away and it will be held in Hobart, Tasmania over the weekend of the 8th to the 10th of May 2020. The conference theme is Antarctic Gateway and the weekend is set up to showcase the Antarctic past, present and future for those attending the conference. We've been able to secure a fantastic deal from the Spirit of Tasmania with discounted fares and accommodation on the ship for the two weeks before and after the conference weekend. So if you're thinking of making a holiday of it and seeing the Apple Isle, this is your chance. Bring the car, caravan, motorhome or motorbike. To take advantage of the special Spirit of Tasmania deal, book early to ensure they have space for your vehicle or caravan. Just follow the link on the WIA website to the Spirit of Tasmania booking site. Just a reminder, if the name WIA Annual Conference 2020 is not included in the fair type name, this probably indicates that you've left the exclusive members page booking platform and you'll need to recheck before proceedings. Now, we've also negotiated a great deal from the conference venue, Best Western Hobart, with $149 per night rooms. To book, all you need to do is call the hotel on 0362326243 or you can email them at reservations97434 or one word at bestwestern.com.au and quote WIA to receive that special discounted room rate. For more details about the activities, presenters and a bunch of other information, go to the WIA website and click on the annual conference link, which is on the home page. The conference booking site will be available within the week. For the WIA National News, this is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, on behalf of the conference organising committee. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We start this week with news from South Africa. ICASA responds to SARL request on type approval relief. SARL News reports the CEO of ICASA, their communications regulator, has responded to the SARL's request for relief on the type approval requirements for commercial amateur radio equipment. But in the same letter SARL received, the CEO states, Unfortunately, the authority is bound by the prescripts of the Electronic Communications Act and cannot operate beyond these legislative and regulatory prescripts until such time as the prescripts are amended. He also said the authority is cognizant of the significant work the SARL does and it's important to note the appreciation that the authority has of the new and advanced technology 
which the SARL wants to introduce. To France now, 60 metre band a step closer. French regulator ARCEP has issued a decision that will lead to radio amateurs getting secondary access to the 60 metre band 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz, as agreed at during WRC 15. This decision must now be set to the Minister for approval and the publication in the official journal. It is only then that the band will be open to traffic, under the conditions provided by the text of the ARCEP. In the USA, exclusive ham club seeks new members. Licensed amateur radio operators who belong to American Mensa or any other national Mensa organisation have a club to call their own. It's the Mensa Ham Radio Special Interest Group, or HAMSIG. It's believed that perhaps as many as 30,000 hams in the United States alone would qualify for Mensa membership, meaning that they test at or above the 98th percentile on any number of approved intelligence tests. Nathaniel Frissell, Whiskey 2 November Alpha Foxtrot, now a University of Scranton physics and electrical engineering professor, has won a $1.3 million National Science Foundation NSF grant to study weather effects in the ionosphere by leveraging a network of amateur radio stations. Frissell is perhaps best known within our amateur radio community as the founder of HamSci, the Ham Radio Science Citizen Investigation Initiative. The Distributed Arrays of Small Instruments, DASI project, will be implemented over three years. As principal investigator Frissell, a space physicist, will head a collaborative team that will develop ground-based space science observation instruments and software. His research effort will recruit multiple universities and radio amateurs to operate a network of personal space weather stations. Mike Baxter KA0XTT returns to US living room screens in January as the American TV sitcom Last Man Standing with Season 8. Until then, however, how have TV fans of the US been getting their ham radio fix? They've turned to Netflix and the popular sci-fi horror web series Stranger Things which made its debut in 2016. For Hams, the show's real stars haven't been the teenage characters growing up in the American Midwest, but the vintage radios like the realistic TRC-214 and Heathkit DX60. Most recently, in an episode called Susie Do You Copy, there's been a sort of homebrew but very advanced handheld radio created by one of the young characters. The teenager built it and named it Cerebro to talk to a girl he met at summer camp. As that episode winds down, however, he begins to notice his copying signals coming from Russia. Not bad DX for a handheld. Just remember, however, that in our own time period of low sunspots, this is less science and a lot more fiction. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. You are listening to the weekly amateur radio news service from VK1WIA. However, in the Upper Spencer Gulf region of VK5, you may be watching a visual adaptation of the news at 7pm local via the VK5 RDC digital amateur television repeater or on the stream at batc.org.uk forward slash live forward slash VK5BD. This has been Bevan, Victor Kilo 5, Bravo Delta. News, talk and radio sport here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. 
All Motor Australian Contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website, wia.org.au. Spring has sprung and so has our WIA VHF UHF Motorwave Spring Field Day. Spring Field Day is now 23rd 11th, 0100 hours UTC to 2411, 0100 hours UTC. Aim of the contest. The overriding aim is to get away for the weekend and have fun. But next after that, the aims are to encourage more activity on VHF and microwave bands, to encourage more people to work great distances than usual by operating portable, and to provide opportunities for people to activate or work into new grid squares. Stations may elect to either enter a 24-hour section or an 8-hour section, but not both. Those stations entering the 8-hour sections may operate for more than 8 hours and nominate which 8-hour period they wish to claim for scoring purposes, but an 8-hour or lesser period submitted has to be contiguous. More than 1 million contacts logged during ARRL Field Day 2019. ARRL Contest Manager, N1SFE, reports that nearly 1.1 million contacts were made during the 2019 ARRL Field Day, the most popular operating event in North America. Of the nearly 1.1 million contacts, approximately 46% were made on phone, and 42% of contacts were made on CW. The remaining 12% of the contacts were made on digital modes such as FT8 and RITI. The biggest contest this month is CQWWDXCW, which runs for 48 hours over this weekend, 23rd to the 24th. Starting at 000 hours UTC on Saturday and ending at 23.59 hours on Sunday, this CW-only event uses all the contest bands from 1.8 to 28 MHz. The exchange is signal report and zone. NZSKN Summer Edition Summer Straight Key Night will be held on Sunday the 1st of December, 9 to 10 p.m. New Zealand time on 80 metres. No keyboards, no electronic keys, no bugs. Just good old-fashioned straight keys. You don't have to be fast, accuracy is the key. Pardon the pun to success, but most of all, aim to have fun. Exchange is RST, stroke location, stroke name, stroke key, stroke transmitter, stroke power. You must correctly log the entire exchange shown above in order for a contact to be valid, except for contacts with non-ZL stations, where exchange is RST, stroke location, stroke name. We recommend calling CQSKN, or just SKN, rather than CQ test for clarity, and to help promote the event. We recommend exchanging meaningful RST, not automatic 599. In the World DX, listen for special event station 3E1FP through to November 30th. Operators are celebrating the 116th anniversary of the Republic of Panama. Be listening on 80, 60, 40, 30, 20, 17, 15 and 10 metre bands using CW, SSB and possibly other modes. QSL to HB1DAV. Hero, JF1OCQ and Kuni. JA8VE will be on the air as 5R8VX and 5R8KU, respectively, from Nozzy B Island until tomorrow, the 25th of November. Listen for various HF bands while they'll be using CW, SSB, FT4 and FT8. Be listening for Rolly ZR1BQD using the call sign 8Q7XR from the Maldives until the 30th of December. He will be on 8 of the 10 metres using CWSSB and FT8. 
SNQSL Sue's Home Call Sign. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hey, time to pull up a chair here at the Q News workbench. Keep an eye on the neighbourhood with this passive radar. Now, if your neighbourhood's anything like mine, walking across the street is like taking your life in your own hands. Drivers are increasingly unconcerned by such trivialities as speed limits or staying under control, and anything goes when they need to connect point A to point B in the least amount of time possible. Monitoring traffic with this passive radar will not do a thing to slow drivers down, but it's a pretty cool hack that will at least yield some insights into traffic patterns. The principle behind active radar, the kind police use to catch speedsters in every neighbourhood, but yours, is simple. Send a microwave signal towards a moving object, measure the frequency shift in the reflected signal, do a little math to calculate the relative velocity. But a passive radar, like the one described in the rtl-sdr.com article, is quite different. Rather than painting a target with an RF signal, it relies on signals from other transmitters, such as terrestrial TV or radio outlets in the area. Two different receivers are used, both with directional antennas. One points to the area to be monitored, the other points directly to the transmitter. By comparing signals reflected off moving objects received by the former against the reference signal from the latter, Information about the distance and velocity of objects in the target area can be obtained. Building a passive radar may not save the neighbourhood, but it could be a lot of fun to try. That address again, rtl-sdr.com. Time now for Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Hello, I'm Col VK3GTV, and our first category is CW. CW Ops is pleased to announce that it's now accepting nominations for this prestigious award for 2020. The purpose of the award is to recognise individuals, groups or organisations that have made the greatest contributions towards advancing the art or practice of radio communications by Morse code. Candidates for the award may be one or more of the following. Authors of publications related to CW... CW recruiters, trainers, mentors, coaches and instructors, public advocates of CW, organisers of CW activities, designers and inventors who advance the art or practice of CW and other contributors to the art or practice of CW. For more, email secretary at cwops.org and a plaque will be presented at the Dayton Hamvention. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital Hams like free stuff. So, here's a free PDF download of issue number 87 of the Magpie magazine, available at the link in the text edition of this news at wia.org.au. And instead of searching many manufacturer's sites or calling on companies to find and compare designs, now you can search for designs based on the circuit's performance using DigiKey's reference design library. New designs are being added weekly and improvements made based on user feedback. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio. Alara is offering a limited number of grants to any female applying for a foundation licence 
or upgrading to a standard or advanced amateur radio licence. The grant is equal to approximately half the cost of the fees for assessment, licence and call sign, and in addition, there's complimentary membership to Alara for one year. For more details, please go to alara.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Military OL75 Carbon is on air until the end of November from the Czech Republic. The station celebrates the 75th anniversary of World War II Operation Carbon, which dropped British-trained Czech paratroopers in the Protectorate of Bohemia and Moravia. Station details and a wealth of fascinating detail on Operation Carbon can be found on the qrz.com page for OL75 Carbon. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Keeping communications open during India's cyclone. With bushfires still ravishing VK, amateurs in India have mobilised to help emergency operations as a cyclone overran the coast. As parts of Bangladesh and the eastern Indian states of Odisha and West Bengal were slammed by Cyclone Bulbul, a team of amateurs from the West Bengal Radio Club set up emergency operations in the largest, most populated district of West Bengal. From there, they connected with police, the state disaster management team and the National Disaster Response Force. Outside, people throughout the region were evacuated under the threat of the deadly storm's winds of as much as 120 kilometres per hour. Authorities credited lower death tolls to the presence of additional coastal shelters and more efficient evacuations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota. Taking a cue from IARU Region 1's Youngsters on the Air Annual Summer Camp, the Youth on the Air Committee in IARU Region 2 has announced the first camp for young radio amateurs in the Americas next June. The inaugural IARU Region 2 Summer Camp will take place on June 21-26 to at the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in Ohio. WC8VOA will host the event. Operating the camp will be Electronic Applications Radio Service, a charitable organisation dedicated to wireless technologies and activities. According to the announcement, the camp will focus on building peer and mentor relationships and taking amateur radio to the next level. Campers will attend workshops and activities in multiple STEM-related subjects, such as radio contesting, electronic kit building, D-Star, APRS, satellite communication, antenna building, and radio direction finding and orienteering. I'm Col, VK3GTV, for WIA National News. Rewind. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. When the world got its news from shortwave radio. Article on the golden age of shortwave broadcaster Swiss Radio International, SRI. From the mid-1930s to 2004, Switzerland's international service was Swiss Radio International, SRI. The first few decades of SRI's existence were the heyday of shortwave, It was often the only way of getting news directly from other countries. What began as the Swiss shortwave service in 1935 would grow from broadcasting programmes in German, French, Italian and English to include other European languages and Arabic and eventually change its name to Swiss Radio International. 
The International Service was considered a voice of neutrality during times of war, first during World War II, followed by the decades of the Cold War, and up to and including the first war in the Gulf in the early 1990s. So there you have it. With Rewind, I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Alrighty, on the social scene. Now the social scene for 2020. In VK2, in fact, it's Australia's big one. It's the Wyong Field Day. Happens February 23. In VK4, a couple of big ones coming up. The South East Queensland Amateur Radio Field Day happens March 10 at 10 at Landsborough Sports Complex. That's in Tunnel Ridge Road. And also in the same area, Redfest. VK4 Redfest 2020, April 18 at St Michael's College on the Old Torbal Point Road. And that happens from 8am. In VK, WIA Annual Conference, Hobart, May 8 to 10. And in VK, Alara Meet 2020 in Bendigo, October 2 to 5. Now, if you have something that you'd like on the social scene, drop us a note and drop us some audio. We'll get it on the news and we'll mention it almost every week from now until the event, as long as you give us something different each week. Now, till next we do meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.